What is up? Welcome to Father and Son, a basketball podcast here on a Saturday evening, July 7th, 2018. This is how we know we are a new and up-and-coming podcast, everyone. Myself, Paul Shepard, with my son Luke, 11 years old, now 12 years old, just had a birthday, we'll talk about that here in a minute. This is how we know. This is how we know we are a new podcast. Besides myself stumbling over my own words, Luke is eating a Jolly Rancher. Okay. As as we go live. What's up with that, Luke? We're on we're our eighth episode, and you have a Jolly Rancher in your mouth as we start the podcast. Okay, people have gum in their mouth all the time. Uh huh. Okay. I'm just doing this because I. I want a Jolly Rancher, and I had it, and I didn't know we were doing this immediately. Well, speaking of people who have gum in their mouth all the time, Carmelo Anthony likes to chew gum when he plays mm-hmm. on the court. Uh, he'll be doing it for a different team next year, Oklahoma City. Uh, I, I'm letting Melo know that they're they're going to move on, and, and uh, what are your thoughts on that, Luke? Well, I didn't really expect, I didn't really think, I thought this was a great move for them, but I didn't. I uh, really think that the Thunder would do this because I really I don't think Sam Presti's an amazing GM. I don't want to like have to say that, but like I don't really think he's an amazing GM. He doesn't really build too much depth. I mean, they, the Thunder probably have the worst bench in the NBA currently. Well, we we know that their salary cap is in, or their uh, their salary commitments get, next next year. Yeah, are, if they if they huge. get yeah if they get rid of Melo, then it's going to be a hundred million dollars left, pretty much, pretty much less. So. But Melo does have a no-trade no clause on his contract that he accepted. So if the Thunder try to trade him, then it depends. <laughs> if the Thunder try to trade him, then... If you're following the podcast and past episodes, you know that we have a uh, lab, uh, Labrador Retriever, Reggie, uh, who occasionally likes to burst into the office as we're doing the podcast, and such is the case again. Uh, continue, Luke. Let Reggie's <laughs> joining us for episode eight. Hi, Reggie. You're a good boy. So, Carmelo Anthony, he does have a no trade clause, and I don't think he's going to want to leave OKC. And so, if the Thunder going to try to trade him, maybe he'll accept his no trade clause. It depends what team they're trading him to. But if Melo doesn't want to, if Melo doesn't want to leave then I'm just going to say that the Thunder should either buy out his contract or just completely waive him. Yeah, so we will uh, we'll see what the Thunder do. Uh, but uh, where, do you, where do you see Melo ending up next year? I think he's going to somewhere end up in Houston because Houston is um, – they're a contender. Melo wants to play for a contender and – they do need a small forward because they just lost Trevor Ariza. They need a starting small forward. And um, yeah, I just think that he's going to probably end up in Houston. Okay, what if he doesn't end up in Houston? What would be plan B? I'm not really sure, but I think he's going to end up playing for a contender. Lakers? He does want to play with LeBron. Think he could, yeah. I, I I could see this this happening where it the the stars have aligned. Melo 
is is about to be waived, and the Lakers are looking to build around LeBron, and I just totally see him ending up there. Um, ending out with the Lakers, I could probably see that, yeah, with playing Le- with LeBron, and the Lakers are trying to build him. But I don't think the Lakers are going to really want Melo because they're trying to build LeBron with, around playmakers instead of shooters because Magic wants LeBron to go down in the post more. That's what I saw. Well, I think you still need shooters in this league. Yeah, you probably do, and I think the Lakers are making a bad decision. But We'll see. We'll see. I, I could definitely see LeBron ending up, or uh, Melo rather, ending up uh, teaming up with LeBron in La La Land. And becoming a Laker. So we shall see, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Carmelo Anthony. All right, Luke, moving on. I think the other big news, the biggest news to me this this week since we, we've done our, our uh, last podcast, the news about Tony Parker. Um, it's kind of distressing in a way. This is a guy that's been with, with the Spurs his entire career. I don't know if anyone saw him finishing anywhere but San Antonio, uh, and, and here he signs with uh, Charlotte, uh, a two-year contract. $10 million. Um, well, I saw what Tony Parker said to when he was talking with Greg Popovich. He was saying that like, it was a tough decision. <clears throat> it was a, a tough couple days to decide. And he had a really emotional conversation with Pop. And he, but he said he had to move on from San Antonio. Mana Ginobili tweeted out, um, wishing him the best for Charlotte. Mm hmm. And, mm hmm. What's going on with the Spurs? Do you do you think that there's an underlying issue here? We have uh, Lamarcus Aldridge last year reportedly wanted to be traded and and had to have a one on one with Pop to uh, continue there in San Antonio. This year, Kawhi Leonard, uh, who didn't I, what played what nine games last year, something like maybe even six. You know, reportedly wants to be traded. Tony Parker, a lifelong spur, and 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 uh, you know thought really uh, close with Pop, and and this isn't saying that he isn't, but but he did he, say he's like always a spur. He's always sure, he sure. Do you but do you think there's something below the surface here? Um, I think so. I think maybe some players are kind of you know get Pop might be getting under their skin a little bit with the intensity. Um, like Kyle Anderson just left on a four-year deal exactly, yeah. to Memphis. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of players are wanting to go, and it might be because of Pop's in- intensity in the game and his little, his, I, don't, I don't want to call it like attitude, but being kind of like a jerk to reporters and stuff. Well, he, he definitely has a, a uni- unique way of conducting himself, and I think a lot of people would say that's just Pop being Pop. I think the thing that, that he has that he fall, can fall back on is, is his record, uh, his, not, not just in terms of wins and losses, but you know, he, he's someone who's won multiple championships, who's, who's led teams to multiple championships with different players, different types of players. 
and he's a guy who's uh, a coach who has developed uh, players under his his tutelage. Not just players, coaches as well. You look at the the Greg Popovich coaching tree in the NBA. Uh, you can rattle off the list, Luke. Who are some of the co- the pop disciples that are that are coaching right now? I have no clue. <laughs> the, uh, Brett Brown in Philadelphia. He was okay. an assistant. Oh yeah. Uh, the Charlotte. Who's the Charlotte coach? Um. I'm trying, uh, to think, I'm trying to think. Mark Clifford. I think it is Steve Clifford. I believe he was he a Spurs assistant. But I'm not sure. I I, I know um, Becky Hammond is, is an assistant with the Spurs, who is reportedly in line to be um, a, a head coach. Uh, the uh, uh, former Atlanta coach. Um, Mike Wittenholzer. Yeah, was a, a, a top disciple. So, so I think his influence is far reaching. So as a player, I, I'm just surprised that. That um, you're seeing players leave the team. Uh, yeah, it's really surprising because they've never had really any problems in San Antonio. But I guess it's just the way it is. It might be because of pop. It might just be because of the organization. Uh, but there might just be something that's just really weird that's going on that we really don't know. And what's also actually going to be awkward is that Kawhi this year is going to be the USA team, and Kawhi Leonard is supposed to be playing for the USA team, mm-hmm. and Greg Popovich is supposed to be coaching the USA team. And that by then, by then, Kawhi will probably be traded. I do not see that happening. But if but if he isn't, then uh, but there's still trade talks, then I think that's going to be an po- opportunity for Pop to really maintain his, I would say, like, friendship and relationship with Kawhi Leonard. You mentioned Anderson uh, signing with Memphis. What what are some other moves over the last couple of days that you've seen that, that have stood out or haven't seen? Uh, Jonas Jarebko getting signed, getting cut by the um, the Jazz. The Jazz. I he didn't play much last year, but I know he had a. He was actually doing pretty solid in Boston. And then he signed with Utah, and when he signed with Utah, he when he signed with Utah, I was expecting solid things like a backup power forward. I don't. Even, I don't like. I don't remember that he didn't play much. Like I don't really mm-hmm. think he he played much in Utah, and since he didn't, he didn't really make a big impact, and he was kind of a little bit of money, and they just kind of wanted to get rid of that, and so I think they waived him just because they really didn't need him on the roster, and now Golden State's looking to sign, and Golden State couldn't get any scarier. Yeah, he's, he's a guy that has, has some talent, I think. Um, interesting signing. What are some other um, pickups that, that stood out? Uh, Kylo Quinn, uh, the Nick, mm-hmm. that former uh, Knicks player. The Pacers. Uh, um, he did. The Pacers said that they, at the beginning of the moratorium, that they would not say anything about free agent, anything about free agency, until July sixth, and so that's when they had. Um, that's when they talked about. That's when they talked about Tyreek Evans and Dr. Sure, Dermot signing, sure. uh, because then they officially signed that day. A lot of but, people saying the Pacers uh, have really been one of the the pleasant surprises in terms of 
free agent pickups, a team that has done well in, in getting what would se- seemingly would be players that that fill a need while not losing really any of the key rotational players from last year's team, with the exception of, of Lance Stevenson, if you count him. Um, but they, they have all five starters returning. They have their top six man returning. And then they've added Tyreek Evans, who's already acknowledged he's going to come off the bench. I think he's going to give them a great mm-hmm. boost off the bench. McDermott, give them a, a good shooter. Uh, and then they just added uh, O'Quinn, uh, a good rugged power forward. So uh, I think a really interesting uh, offseason for the Pacers. And the, as the, you know, the East now wide open with, with Boston, Philly, and I think Indiana right there in the mix. With uh, Toronto. Now that Toronto's missing. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, missing Dwayne Casey. Kyle Lowry had a, a bit of a struggling year. Uh, Yaris Valanciunas had a good year, though, and DeRozan just had a great year. So, yeah, It'll be interesting. Like, yeah, it's going to either be Toronto or India, I think, at that three seed. If Oladipo can take it to the next step next season. Yeah, and I, I think he's a, a player who's who's shown he's motivated to do that. So uh, another, we have like three more peep things to talk about. Okay, well, one of those would probably be the Bulls. Um, um, yeah, was well, Zach Levine accepting a, a four-year, seventy-eight million dollar deal with the Kings, but the Bulls have forty-eight hours to match it, and they're planning on matching it. Um, since they're planning on matching it. They have close to 24 hours mm-hmm. to do that. So I'm not sure if they will match it, but I, I, I think they will just because he's kind of a, a young asset for their team. But if they do let him go, that just, that just proves they're, they're done like for now because I think Larry Markkinen is the real deal. And I think Chris Dunn, if he can work hard, then he can become something. And... Yeah, I would just say that the Bulls should probably accept um, and probably will accept Zach Levine's um, four-year, $78 million deal. You said there were three things. What are the other two things that you wanted to talk about? Uh, Yusuf Nurkic signing with Portland. He, on a four-year, $48 million deal, $12 million a year for Yusuf Nurkic. I think that's perfect, maybe even a a little bit of a steal. Yusuf Nurkic, he's young. He was a restricted free agent, so he was young. He's only like 23, 24. And since he's only that age, he can still progress. And he's a nice um, scoring rebounding center uh, down in the paint. So I think the I think the Blazers got a little bit of a steal at out of that four-year, $12 million a year. I think they got a little bit of a steal. That's that's a good pickup for the Blazers. That's another team in the West that's, that, he you resigned. know. Yeah. Or, or, or yeah, to but to to bring him back <laughs> this year, <laughs> to to bring him back, uh, obviously a, a good move by by Portland and to keep themselves, I think, relevant in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just a third seed this year, and Damian Lillard had an amazing breakout year. Actually, Damian Lillard, I didn't plan on talking about this, but Damian Lillard, you know, kind of saying he doesn't want out of Portland, but he'd be fine playing somewhere else, that he's not really 100% in Portland, but he's not 100% out of Portland. Yeah. But he's it's not confirmed that he won't go yet. And then Dwight Howard is the final thing I wanted to talk about, um, officially having the buyout with the Nets and mm-hmm. now signing a two-year $11 million total 
deal with the Wizards and unless he has locker room problems, I think that this is a great signing for the Wizards, especially if Steel only somewhere around 5.5 million. All right, well, there you go. The 12-year-old, now 12-year-old Lou Shepard celebrating his birthday a couple of days ago. Happy belated birthday on air, Luke. Did you have fun on your birthday? Mm-hmm. Had to hang out with his friends, played a lot of basketball, went swimming, out for lunch, ate some spicy wings. All good. All right. We'll be watching Summer League Basketball. We'll be keeping tabs on free agency. And on holidays. Yeah, he played really well for the Pacers. And he has all the 10-7-7, I think. We'll talk about all that more next episode. Of uh, Father and Son. The Basketball Podcast. <laughs>